I've been running after one thing To find that part within that I'll measure up to something I've got a lot of dreams, but I was told I wasn't practical I couldn't measure up because of all my flaws But I know the wrong, those are only stepping stones Life's the art of embracing these things Jackie Joseph, welcome to the Art of Podcast. And what you are known for is being the best baker in America. I'm going to even go out there and say the world. I don't even know if anybody wants to come and compete against you in the world. I'm going to throw it out there, Jackie. I'm throwing it out there. But before we get into this and all your incredible recipes and ingredients, tell the audience something, something different. Start us off with a bang, something that most people won't know about you. Most people would not know that before the show, um, I had actually never watched any of the seasons, never watched any of the, the single shows at all. So before the night before, and I think it was around 8 p.m., I started watching the previous season just to get a heads up of like what I was walking into. Um, so it was just something that uh, I don't know why I waited so long uh, to, to dive in and, and figure out what I was getting myself into, but um it helped, obviously. So I think it was just like my nerves, yeah. <laughs> just helping me not be so nervous. Which is very interesting because do you think that played out to an advantage to you? Because there's also a thing that if you if you watch too much, if you care too much, then you become you start pressing and you put this pressure on yourself that's unneeded. Yes. But if you go in there and you don't really know the rules, you don't really know everything, you, you run a different race, you bake a different bake-off. Do you think that helped you? To a certain extent, because I am such a planner. I'm like an overthinker. I worry about everything. I'm a perfectionist. Mm. So I think that was part of my plan, Just and, and I also procrastinate. <laughs> so, and I think that comes with perfectionism. So I think it did have, it helped me in some way to kind of keep my nerves in check. Um, yeah. Didn't sleep, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, I mean, I don't know if that helped or not, too, but we could go down that rabbit hole. But it. When you say this out loud, the best baker in America, like what comes to your mind? How does that feel? Did you ever expect to be this? Let's go back into your backstory when you were a kid, were you around baking? But, but talk to us about Jackie Joseph becoming the best baker in America. Honestly, it still feels like a complete dream, like someone else actually did it and I'm just taking credit for it. Um, because it's just something, it's just so out far outside of my comfort zone that I still can't believe I did it, but I'm like really proud of myself that I did it. Um, I grew up around baking. That was never, I never baked growing up though. I know people always have these stories of like, oh yeah, I was with, you know, I grew up alongside my mom baking and whatnot. And like, I, I really, I watched them do that, but I, I didn't engage with it. I was always playing outside. I was kind of a tomboy. Um, so growing up I didn't really bake at all. I wasn't in the, in the kitchen. So when I was a freshman in high school, I was actually going to college to be a dietitian. And for some reason, halfway through the year, I don't know what it was, if it was just like this, like grandiose happening, but I just got bit by the obsession and then never stopped baking. Wow. That's interesting. What was that moment that did it for you? So we, like, when was, like, when did you realize that when you got bit by this baking bug, when did you realize, Oh, I, I love doing this and this could be something I do as a career. I think it was just taking dietetic classes. Like I was just like, 
around food and involved with food and learning about food. And the more I learned about food, the more that I wanted to like create because I'm such a creative person. And I found myself like, this is not a creative field. So I don't know what it was. I really don't. I just started looking at recipes and and I'm a very scientific person. So just looking at recipes and how everything's laid out and the techniques of everything, I just, I just became obsessed. Wow. All right. So dietitian (laughs) background, you've got to break Mm -hmm. this myth or confirm this myth then baking obviously there's bread involved in baking Mm -hmm. is it bad for you or is all this this gluten (laughs) this yeast this wheat is it actually bad for you so you've got the dietitian background and the supreme baking background what's the word settle this verdict you know i think it's specific for each person and so it's you know if you have a gluten intolerance i wouldn't advise eating gluten um personally for myself i don't i think everything in moderation is the key to everything. Um, if you find something that doesn't really mesh well with your body, then don't eat it. That's, yeah. that's my go-to. It's a very good statement, except for sourdough. I mean, that you don't want in moderation. You want to eat a lot of that. I love <laughs> sourdough. Yeah. yeah. So good. And whatever you mm-hmm. bake, Jackie, if you're baking it, there is no moderation in my mindset. <laughs> All right. So you're the best baker in America. You hold that title. Mm-hmm. What do you think separates you from the 18 zillion other bakers in America? Well, I, aside from desserts, um, cause everybody can make a great dessert. I yeah. want like my business to really stand for something in addition to coming to get something sweet or, you know, I want my business to stand for, um, mental health awareness. Oh, um, so that's in suicide okay. prevention. So that's really huge for, for me because it's, it's something that's very personal to me. So I love making desserts. Um, and if, I know it's my passion, but, um, really bringing awareness to, to mental health and suicide prevention is also a passion of mine. So you're saying using the platform of baking for mm-hmm. that, which is amazing. That's what we yeah. use platforms for. That's what we use passions for. And Absolutely. I want to talk about that at the end of it for sure and how we can all follow and support that because that is the yeah. biggest issue that there is. But let's even get into the, the, the nitty-gritty details, the ingredients of it. So when you're going against competition like you did in the Best Baker competition on the Food Network, like what, what made you win that? What do you do better than other people do? Are you... You can brag a little bit on yourself. Like well, I've already, I've already bragged on you. We want to get behind. We hey, we want to unpeel that onion and throw it in a in a loaf. We don't want anything it's surface. So what do you do? Share the secret. I, you know, I won't be able to do it. Trust me. I'm a terrible baker. I think it's all about. Um, it's funny because every episode I would just be like, I don't understand. I don't understand why I keep advancing. Like I'm just surrounded by these absolutely amazing bakers. And I'm in all of them. And I don't know if it's just having, just being uber prepared and having like those core recipes that you just know work and that you can build on them and you can kind of manipulate them to to make into whatever you're presenting um, for every competition. But I, I just, honestly, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know what it's, it's like? It's you know like, what I kind of attributed to? It's like, you're like the great <laughs> NBA player who's just extremely gifted. They don't really know what necessarily they're doing. They just kind of do. <laughs> And they have fun doing. All right. Well, let's say, okay, so let's go into some favorites then. Maybe we can give the audience, if we don't know how to bake like you, can you teach us some of your favorite recipes? What are some of your favorites? Some of your go-tos that could be, maybe like, you know what, let's go. What's simple and healthy and super tasty? Give us some of those. 
Oh, oh, you know that feeling you get when you just wake up and you are not rested or recharged? Yeah, we all have it. We all go through it. How do I wake up with full energy every single day? It is literally the game changer itself, chilly sleep. I have an Uller that goes underneath my mattress and cools my body temperature to the ideal temperature to get deep sleep, REM, high HRV scores. Now, I have mine pretty cold at about 57 degrees. The optimal level is between 57 and 65 degrees. I have a weighted blanket, which just cools my body. And I'm just sleeping in restorative sleep. So when I wake up in the morning, no matter how many hours I get, I am juiced up and ready to go. And lucky for you, you can wake up the same way. The people at Chili Sleep are giving you a discount, giving you a code. So go to chilitechnology.com forward slash pages forward slash David Nurse to get your special discount pricing there. Remember, that is chilitechnology.com forward slash pages forward slash David Nurse. Or just click the link below and it'll take you right there. It's sleep like a polar bear tonight. Get the best night's sleep of your life. Chilly sleep. Yeah, so like um, I, just, I just did a shoot uh, the other day for this. Um, I love fall flavors. That's my favorite. I love spice. I love um, like apples. And then, of course, I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, so you've got to have some bourbon in it. Um, one of my favorite things to make is very simple, um, but it's, um, it's like an affogato. But it is a uh, bourbon apple cider affogato. So you like warm your bourbon apple cider. Um, you toss some like cinnamon sticks and some whatever whatever spices that you like. You make some um, like brown sugar crumble or what whatever you would like to have, and then you pour it over your ice cream, and it is absolutely phenomenal. Oh my god! So good. So yeah. that's that's like one of my I like very simple desserts. <laughs> yeah, simpler the better. You got my taste buds just riveting yeah. over here. Okay, what is, what is, uh, have you ever had something that you really like, you just blew it? It was like, you're like me, you throw yeah. some cookies in the oven, then you pull them out, and you're like, how do they actually turn into crisps? Oh, yeah, it happens all the yeah. time. Yeah, so I mess up on the daily. I don't know, like, if there's a chef that says they don't mess up at all, that that's so false. Like, I, that's the only way you really learn, um, is just messing up, messing up a thousand times. Yeah. Um, one thing... God, I don't know. Well, I even to that I point, really like you, you yeah. said you're a perfectionist, and yeah. now you're saying, hey, you have to mess up. How do you deal with that as a perfectionist? I think a lot of people can relate to being perfectionists. Like how do you allow yourself to, hey, you know what? It's part of the process. I'm going to mess up. Um, objective thinking. So stepping back, because yeah. you, you can, it can be really emotional. Uh, baking is emotional. It's very passionate. Um, so it's like stepping back from the situation and saying, okay, you are, we we're all learning. We're all learning every step of the way. So just being able to take the emotion out of something and then figure out the issue and then fix it and learn and move on. Yeah. It's a harder, harder to do than, than saying it. Yeah. 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 No, no, don't, no doubt. Is there, is there, is there anything that you do when you mess up on something that you're baking that you allow yourself a release? Like, let's say when I bake my cookies and they're burnt, I pick them up and I throw them across the room. So I'm like, all right, next <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But is there anything you do that gives yourself a release? That, but I think um, it's, it's this other, like, creative outlet. Like, okay, I messed up on this, but what can I do with this? And if I can still use it, what can I create it into something else so I'm not oh. wasting something? Well, that's so it's cool. like the creative aspect of everything. Yeah. Is there anything? So that's another, that's like a release. 
I like that. Is there anything that comes to mind that uh, a story or a situation where that occurred, where you messed something up, but it ended up being something that turned out to be great because you used it for something else? Any stories like that come to your mind or any stories from the show that really stand out to you and we're like, well, this let's do that. How about the stories from the show? The best baker. Any stories that really stand out to you about being on that show? Obviously, the moment that you won and you had this big gathering Mm -hmm. in Prestonburg, Kentucky, cheering you on, Jackie, Jackie. But any other stories from the process of the show that stand out to you? Um, one in particular, and it, I think it was, uh, the second or third, I think it was the second episode actually, um, that one of the judges had previously said before she came out, she was like, I just hope someone doesn't do this certain technique on a cake. Hmm. Like if I see this, that's it. I'm going to rip them apart. And I did it. So <laughs> it's just like a simple design on a cake. And it's just like one of my signature things. And she just hates it. She absolutely hates it. So she was getting, she was actually tearing me apart until she tasted the cake. And so each judge gets to taste it and they kind of go in in order of of how they, or what they think about the cake. Um, And so she, she tastes it and she looks at me and she asks me off camera, like, what is this? And um, so I told her what kind of cake it was and her eyes immediately start tearing up. And when it gets to her, she says that that is her, that's the exact cake that her mother used to make growing up. And she even, like, talked to me in her mother's tone. And so she's sitting there bawling. I'm crying. Like, everyone's crying. Mm -hmm. And so it just turned from a situation of, like, she absolutely hated it to she's now crying. And it's something that just was very nostalgic to her. So that's See, that is incredible. That's the whole reason. (laughs) Now, wow. Okay, now, did so when you make this cake and you know the instructions are don't do it this way, did you actively go against that or was it kind of something that happened by happen chance? Because I think a, a really important lesson that a lot of us can learn is you don't necessarily have to follow exactly the rules. You don't really have to stay like, sure, don't do anything that's going to harm somebody else, but you yeah. have to be willing to get out of your lane. You have to be willing to take chances. And I'm all about mm-hmm. sending out emails or making phone calls and just going for what you want. Now, when you made yeah. this cake that ends up being this ultimate game changer, bringing her to tears, did you think about that? Did you try to be like, or did you just like not know the rules, basically? No. You just didn't no, know. completely unaware. Completely unaware. <laughs> so it took me way off guard because like I was already crying <laughs> internally from her just super yeah. bad review, just to paste up on like appearance. And then yeah. I was crying happy tears afterwards. So, Man, so wow. yeah, I didn't know that she didn't want me to do it that way. So, totally. well, that's powerful. That's powerful. Sometimes yeah. when we think something's yeah. going to be a massive mistake, it ends up turning out to be the biggest blessing. So from the show now, Best Baker in America, where has that carried you to today? What is next on your plate that you want to do? I mean, yeah, what's next in the oven? What are you currently baking? I'm sure you get those plays on words all the time, so I'm going to use them. Yeah, I love it. What's next for Jackie Um, Joseph? So it was was a a weird thing. Um, So during the pandemic, actually, like it was, I actually lost my position as an executive pastry chef. Um, so going into the show, I, I was kind of like out of, out of tune with things. Um, so next steps, um, after the show 
was something that it, it took me a while to kind of like gather my thoughts because it was just this happening that just came out of nowhere. And so, and honestly, I was thinking about getting out of the kitchen completely and just pursuing something else. Um, but with winning the show, it was just, it was like, I know exactly what I have to do. And I don't necessarily, like, I never wanted to have my own business, but I have found myself with my own business in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, but one of my greatest things that I want to do is help impact others, um, whether that just be on a daily basis, whether that um, they're employees of mine or they're people that I come encounter with or the customers or whoever it is. I just want to make it like a positive impact on them any way that I can. And you absolutely are. And that's, I mean, that is the epitome of success is using what you, you your gifts, your platform for serving, for pouring into others. And it's, it's kind of mm. ironic how baking is very therapeutic. Like people bake when they're stressed. So it's, it's a release. Yeah. And we talked earlier about your passion, which is a passion of mine of helping people overcome mental health issues. And mm -hmm. suicide obviously is very prevalent even more now than it ever has been. How or what are you doing with baking to attack this issue? That feeling when you are just recharged, you don't have any sickness, no ailments, you have full optimal energy, you are functioning at your highest level. You want to recreate that? Yeah, sure, you do, I do, we all do. And then you can times it by 10. What I'm about to tell you is going to blow your mind. So hold on here. This, this is real. Hyperbaric chamber. If you don't know what it is, look it up right now. Look up Eleve Health. E-L-E-V-E health.com. It's an oxygen miracle. What it is, HBOT, the hyperbaric chamber. It's a simple and non-invasive therapy where you go into this. It places a body in a pressurized environment that allows extra oxygen to dissolve in the blood plasma and travel freely throughout your circulatory system, getting more red blood cells flowing naturally to the body's function. It's going to help you kill off any harmful bacteria. It's going to help you detox, increase your oxygen concentration, resist and fight infection, heal wounds faster, improve oxygen supply, reduce swelling, stop infection, lower inflammation, all while you're relaxing in the chamber. I, I, I kid you not, this is what the pros, the top Olympic athletes, what everybody uses for the highest optimization recovery. This is called Hyperbaric Chamber, HBOT, from Eleve Health, E-L-E-V-E health.com. Message me separately, too, if you want to get a specific deal on this. Check it out as you're a sports team, if you're an individual, if you're just somebody who loves optimization, it will be an absolute life changer for you. I think that I am, I am being super open on my platform um, yeah. about how what I struggle with and how I how I deal with things. Mm. We actually just had a festival within Louisville called Mindfest um, that really brings awareness to mental health awareness and then also suicide prevention. Um, so I really just wanted to be a part of that. Spoke about like the struggles of just like daily life and the struggles of you know how the pandemic had on me and um, had on just an industry as a whole um, and really just letting others know that how they feel and what they're thinking is not abnormal yeah. and that they're not alone it's good. because that's, that's one of the ones, one of the things that I feel 
when I feel like super emotional or I feel very down is that I'm, I'm the only person feeling this way. Mm. Um, because we all put on a great poker face and we try to hide how we really feel. But if we were all just open and, and more honest with each other, we could, we could grow and heal together a lot quicker and a lot, a lot better. Um, and in addition, there's, there's some other podcasts that, that have really went on to and kind of went into my mental health um, story. Um, I am a suicide or survivor and, just being able to overcome that and then, you know, just keep my head up and, and, yeah. and embark on new things that really take me outside of Jackie, my comfort zone. Jack, that is incredible. That is incredible <laughs> to be able to be that vulnerable and that open to share your story when that's extra, that's the most difficult thing someone could go through and you overcame it and now you're able to use your platform to show other people, hey, you're not alone. Like there's no yeah. bigger mission than what you are doing and your ability to be vulnerable and open and share it is going to bring so many other people in because when people see yeah. you from the outside, I'm sure they see, well, she won the show. She's the best baker in America. She must have it all. She's got, she's the, the best of the best. Like how many people can actually say that? Not very many mm -hmm. at all in this world, but yet they see what you're struggling with and that draws people in even more. It's okay. Like what you're feeling, it's okay. It's okay to feel yeah. alone, but there's, there's ways, there's outlets to get through that yeah. and thrive through that. So thank you, Jackie. Exactly. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Thank you for all you do in the aspect yeah. of helping people through their struggles. Okay. I'm going to throw you on the rapid fire hot seat. Quick answers okay. coming at you. <laughs> questions, throwing some in there. All right. What is the okay. best thing you have ever baked in your life? So hard. This is funny because it was, it was on the show. I didn't really, I don't know if it's like baked it, but it was an ice cream and it was the best ice cream I've ever had. It, it was like a salted brandy ice cream. Oh my gosh. You make ice cream too? I put it in my mouth and I was like, I, that's oh. the greatest thing I've ever done. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, ice cream. That is my guilty pleasure. It, you mm -hmm. made the ice cream. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, we're going to need to get that recipe offline, please. Yes, Thank you very absolutely. much. <laughs> uh, all right, what is what is the worst thing you ever baked? What is something that you thought you were going to bake really well and it just was miserable? Oh, my God, pie. <laughs> so bad at pie. I'm so bad at pie. <laughs> They're probably like, a, I don't know, like a cherry pie or something. I, I can't do pies. Yeah, I, just, it, I, I won't yeah. do it. I love that answer. I love that answer because people think baker, like, yeah, you're probably able to bake a pie, but here you are saying that right, you're terrible yeah. at pies. What is, okay, yeah. let's say, let's say you have one more meal to mm. eat. This is, this is death row, death row meal that you're eating. What okay. are you baking? What is your, like, your guilty pleasure, your, like, ultimate last meal that you're going to bake? It's my mom's red velvet cake. With um, it does not have cream cheese icing. It's like the old school, very old school icing. It's like a cooked icing, but her, wow. her red velvet cake. Wow. That's what I want. Okay. This is, yeah. this is. I am selfishly asking all these questions because I'm getting really hungry here. And the, the yeah. last one I have in this aspect is: Is there any healthy desserts? Can I eat a dessert and also feel good about myself? No. Is there something that I can make? Or, okay, there is. I didn't know if I just had to indulge yeah. in all the. Okay, what what do we got? Give us, give the audience something healthy that they can go potentially make or buy. And they're like, yeah, you know what? I feel yeah. good about myself. Well, especially like with like summer fruits or, you know, going into like stone fruits, a lot of like grilled um, fruits are really nice. You can pair it with like honey mm. and then a very, um, a more simple like granola. So that way you've got a little bit of texture, sweetness and fruit. Uh, yeah, of course. And then, and you can even have like a, 
sorbet that goes with it as well. So absolutely. I have. love that answer. Have you ever had a grilled peach? Actually, one of the best things I've ever had in my life is so grilled good. peach. It's so good. It's so good. Why have yeah. I not done that lately? Okay. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you for inspiring me. <laughs> All right. The last one I have for you before we let you off this hot seat in the Yard of Podcast. If you could tell a kid who is stuck mm. in their situation and wants to follow their dreams but doesn't know how, if you could just leave them with a piece of advice for how to be unstuck and going after their dreams, what would that advice be? Well, I know the advice for myself because I'm really hard on myself. Um, for me, just don't be so serious all the time and really kind of step back from the situation and, and, and look at why you're doing why you're, what you're doing and find the passion and love for it. Um, and, and in my field especially, it's just like never stop creating, never stop having fun and never take it too seriously. It's That's the so greatest good. advice I think someone has ever told me is like in the kitchen, never take it too seriously. It's not that serious. Yeah, that is so good. That's with everything in life. It's not that serious. Yeah. You have it's to have fun with it. You have to do what yeah. you love or you're just going to live mm -hmm. a life of quiet desperation. Jackie, that's phenomenal. I'm going to go try out some of your recipes. Get that ice yes. cream recipe. I'm grilling a peach tonight. <laughs> it's going down. Absolutely. Jackie Joseph, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I appreciate it.